This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Launch into performance with the all-new 2019 lineup. Visit Acura.ca for all models and dealer incentives. Welcome to Golf Talk Canada, a one-hour edition of GTC. What's coming up, Scully? Why, why are we one hour? The World Championships at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern. Of wrestling? Of wrestling, yes. The World It'll Wrestling. Be, it's you versus me. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, Russia and, uh, and Finland at 9 o'clock. Okay. And Canada plays... So the these checks. are the semifinals. Yeah. This is the semifinals. Ah, yes, okay. So yes. it could be Canada could still be in the finals. Yes. Yes. Now, Canada would scored. that happen next weekend or Sunday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Canada scored with 0.4 seconds left to beat nice. the Swiss. Nice. Uh, on uh, Thursday, and now they're playing uh, in the semifinals. I ask these questions because I know this tournament is uh, uh, 240 days yes. in length. So I didn't yes. know if we wait a week to the finals. They started that. last September. Yeah, last so, September. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Paul Correa was still playing for <laughs> Team Canada, I think, when the puck dropped in this event. Uh, amazing. Still moves very well for a 55-year-old. Um, and, and anyway, Mark Messier was the captain. Yeah. Mark Messier was captain. Paul Curry has got the the, uh, the gazoo helmet from the Flintstones on now for yeah, the concussion yeah. protocol. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. yeah, that's not a good gag no. for uh, at radio as I'm no. looking across yes. the desk for you. If only we were on TV. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. GTC, 60 minutes. Jam-packed uh, episode. Jam-packed. Adam Scully, Mark Skeeno. Weeks he was off this week. Weeks he didn't know we were just an hour. Yeah. He just said he looked tired from Bethpage. And when we did TV this week, he, he probably ran a lot I, around. Yeah, that yeah I think he ran. You know, he goes, I need, I need a weekend off. And so he's probably listening right now because I know Bob. Bob's not. I don't think Bob's a sleeper. He's probably no. up running, working out. Yeah. Some kind of special shake with like kale and oh, tree yeah. bark in it. Yeah, he's probably yeah. drinking yeah. liquid tree bark this oh. morning and going to yeah, run around the lake and... like 500 times or something. <laughs> Like that. No where, guy. <laughs> where if you or I had the morning up. Well, you might be in the gym. Mm, I'm, yeah. I'm in the more morning? Like, like, like a 9.30 a.m., yeah. not an 8 a.m. on a Saturday. 8 o'clock, I'd still be sleeping. My, I'd go, I'd probably sleep till about 8.30, mm. naturally. That'd be like a bit. When you're 44, 8.30 yeah. is a big sleeping. Yeah, That's true. deep. True. That is deep. So anyway, what you're going to get is a condensed GTC of 60 Minutes. And next week, you're going to get a jam-packed full show because we had a few guests that were playing for this week. They're all going into next week. And we'll have a fun fun time next week. Actually, you and Bob. We'll have a fun we time next week because I am on the road in French Lick, Indiana. Yeah. Yes. Shooting. You'll be and you'll be live on location. I'll be live week. on location for TV because uh, we've got two more episodes of our Off the Hustle yeah. uh, show that's up and coming. Uh, still details to follow on that, but uh, two more shows to to shoot. And uh, I'm looking for. Guess what the guess what the we play the tips everywhere we go is kind of, of part of the show. Yeah. Uh, but we may have bitten off a little bit more than we can chew in this episode. 8,100 yards. Pull it up online. Check it out. What? If you're listening out there, go to FrenchLickResort.com, I believe is the website, but just check it out. It's a French Lick Resort in French Lick, Indiana, and we're playing the Pete Dye course, which uh, has hosted the PGA Senior Championship, which ironically is going on this week uh-huh. at Oak Hill, but, that, uh, but uh, it has hosted it before at the Pete Dye course. They have a beautiful old Donald Ross course that has been there forever and a day. Actually, Walter Hagen <laughs> won the PGA Championship at uh, Donald Ross Course of French Look in 1924. I thought I was thinking 34 for a second there, but it was 1924. He won the PGA Championship there at French Lick Indiana Resort. Anyway, we're playing the Pete Dye Course, which is a modern-day beast, 
80, 100. Do you have the numbers I do. Up there? So from what's the, the, what's from the, the gold tees, 80, 100, two yards. The yep. course rating is 80.0. There you the go. The slope is 148. It's amazing. 80.0. So a zero handicap. Uh, if, they if, they, if they play to their handicap, they'll shoot 80, a scratch oh player. That's where we're te- pegging it up. Now, we played tips at Streamsong the last time around. Yeah, uh, and it's not it's not short not by short any means either. Yeah. But it's oh it's God. different. It, it wasn't wasn't anything like that. It was like we played like seventy four. I think. Yeah, there's a big difference between seventy four and eight thousand. That's a lot of recoil. Yeah, no, right there. that is a lot yeah. of recoil. You'd love it. Yeah, anyway, it yeah. I'll let you know. I'll let you know how that it. goes. Yeah. So, all yeah. right, uh, let's get to some news and headlines. News and headlines are brought to you by Bushnell Golf for precision in any condition. Visit bushnellgolf.com. Bushnell, the number one rangefinder in golf. All right. Worst kept secret in all of golf is yeah. the RBC Canadian Open officially this week announced for St. George's in 20 and 24. Uh, great venue. They're got, Great you know, venue. Uh, keeps it in Toronto. I know a lot of our listeners coast to coast aren't thrilled with that, but that's the economic reality. Make money. Yeah. yeah, it's the economic reality of the Canadian Open. I still believe, listen, I'm not going to tell you I know a thing because I don't. I don't know any wow. more than wow. what you've heard or what everybody else that has their ear to ground here has heard. But I, I still think, uh, I don't know how you feel about this, I still think that we're still, maybe the next time the... U.S. Open gets on the West Coast. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, the Canadian Open maybe move with w- once every six years, once every seven that years. That would make sense. Go West for Should when the U.S. Open. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Calgary, somewhere in Calgary, who knows? Mickelson Nationals mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. I know RBC has a great client base out in yeah. Calgary as well. Shaughnessy out in British Columbia. So I know there's places. Uh, I think it only makes sense when the U.S. Open goes that way. Lawrence Applebaum and people at Golf Tech Canada are doing an amazing job. I can't mm-hmm. wait for the this year's RBC at Hamilton. Uh, two weeks now. Huge success. Two weeks away. We'll be on site for location uh, for TV. I'll be there for all, every day doing radio. So, uh, but this is a great announcement. St. George's. What do you th- you think? Uh, where do you think we're going to fall? Other courses in the lineup here. Well, I mean, you know, St. George's. First of all, you know, great golf course, and, and nice that uh, Islington is going to be the practice facility. A, a great facility that is. Um, as you said, I'm, I am curious how, how the field will. Um, progress next year. I mean, three of the top four in the world are playing, and they have to travel so many time zones away. But next year, going from St. George's to Wingfoot for the U.S. Open, that yeah, makes week, a lot of sense. You know, Phil. You know, Tiger. I mean, probably not Tiger, but you know, from a guy who's played both golf courses, uh, obviously St. George's doesn't have the the green structures of Wingfoot, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but tee to green. Uh, if if they choose to tee to green, and again, this is a conversation for Golf Canada and the PGA Tour. Lawrence, if you're listening this morning, this might be a good idea. Uh, <laughs> the Shell Houston Open had great success yeah. at Redstone Country Club yeah. the week before the Masters because they tried to replicate as much as they could. Right. Uh, not to the same degree of severity, but replicate what the players were going to get the following week at Augusta. Mm-hmm. They used Makes to sense. C- cut the green, the grain into the players around the greens. A lot of tight lies, et cetera, et cetera. Get the green speeds up as fast as they could. Yep. What if we took St. George's and made it a mini wing foot? Not to the same degree as, uh, as a USGA, but let's uh, get the rough up for Canadian Open. Let's get pinch the fairways yep. in, get the greens fast, and try to set up. Mm-hmm. 
St. George's because tee to it's it's our version of what a wing foot would look like. St. Yeah. George's a great old golfer, big tall, tall trees. I think that would be a great idea. Hundred percent. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. So yeah, either way, con- either way, congratulations, well done uh, to Golf Canada, St. George's, and looking forward to the next few Canadian Opens. Michelle Wee, still with the wrist issue. She had surgery back in October. She came back prematurely, didn't go so well. She walked away from the game again. We all thought we might see her at the Ladies' U.S. Open. Not the case. Michelle mm-hmm. Wee. And, uh, it, it, it's been a grind for her since she won that U.S. Open at, at Pinehurst in 2014. And, um, you know, you always see her wearing the, the KT tape yeah. uh, in different parts. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's she... she you know, she has had a good career. Obviously, there was so much promise for her. You know, could playing. also be, though, one of those could have been, right? Yeah. She could have been. You look at some camps, and I say camps, so I go parents, instructors, yeah. et cetera, and you go, wow. Like, like Tiger and his dad, they did everything they could to put Tiger in a position to succeed. Dominate junior golf, dominate amateur golf, dominate college golf. By the time you get to the pros, you're ready psychologically. You think you should dominate. Uh-huh. Michelle Wee, they put her on a completely different path. Throw her in with the men at age 14. Watch her fail to make it to the weekend. Yep. Uh, try to get her to play an LPGA event at age whatever. Miss the cut. Uh, the bar changes. Instead of expecting that the Woods expected to dominate, because that's all he knew his entire life. That's all he was taught, yeah. We, all she learned from age 13 forward was make it to the weekend, try to survive, because they always put her in a, in a level uncomfortable day. Weeding, a winning breeds winning. We've heard that saying in, in team mm-hmm. sports, mm-hmm. right? Winning breeds winning in team sports. I think the same thing goes for golf, tennis, individual sports. And I think they, you know, if they could go back in time and get her some proper management and, and, and parents make some different decisions, that was a wasted career. And, and play against her own skill level. You know, that's, it's the same thing. You look at, you know, kids playing minor hockey in, in that's Toronto. Right. That's a whole other subject. Right. But, but it's, more, yeah, right. it's the same idea. They should have let Michelle Wee win uh, three U.S. ladies amateurs yeah. and let her dominate yeah. there. Then let her go to Stanford or wherever and win a, a NCAA titles. Mm-hmm. And then by the time she turns pro, she just expects to keep winning, right? Exactly. All right, and uh, finally, in news and headlines, Tiger Woods yeah. commits to the memorial, so yeah. that's good. And so the long layoff is not its exactly what we, we thought or predicted, and he's already at Pebble getting in practice rounds and fine-tuning. It looked cold at Pebble, too. It looked breezy. There was also a Woods sighting when he missed the cut uh, last week at uh, the PGA Championship. There's a sighting of him in, at Ballyliffin in Ireland mm-hmm. via mm-hmm. helicopter, so doing some scouting there, you know. This is going to be a because we moved the PGA Championship to May, mm-hmm. and because Augusta, you just don't know what you're going to get in April. You get good days, you get cold, damp days. It's still early in the season. This could be the coolest, dampest se- uh, season of majors we've yeah. ever had with the PGA moving to May and going to New York. The West Coast Pebble with the marine leather uh, layer coming you in. Never it can really be know, oh, you just yeah. know it can. Coldest, uh, coldest uh, winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco, as they say, <laughs> right? So there you go. And who knows in Ireland? You know, I was in it, Scotland last year in you, July. We came back tanned. Yeah. It was the hottest on yeah. record in Ireland, Scotland, Great Britain. Mm. This year, who knows? Yeah. Could be in Parkas. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting major championship season. All right. On the other side, Mike Weir has qualified for the U.S. Open along with Nick Taylor. Congratulations, boys. Well done to both of you. So more Canadian flags in the field at the U.S. Open. That's a great thing. Bob had a chance to go with one-on-one with with, uh, Weirzy earlier this week when he was able to uh, qualify for the U.S. Open. We're going to hear from both of them next. This is Golf Talk Canada. 
This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Launch into performance with the all-new 2019 lineup. Visit Acura.ca for all models and dealer incentives. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and the speed-injected Twistface M5 and M6 drivers. Everybody gets faster in 2019. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC Zacchino and Scully. Weeksy with the week off. A one-hour edition of Golf Talk Canada as we lead into the World Hockey Championship at 9 a.m. this morning. Who is it against, Scully? Uh, Russia with Alex Ovechkin and essentially their Olympic team. Okay, so all Finland. the Russians are showing up for this. Everyone. All yeah. right, and who are they playing? Finland. And has Finland got their A squad? No. 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 So this is going to be a slaughtering at 9 a.m.? Well, no, Finland, I mean, not to get into it too much hockey talk, yeah, but yeah. Finland plays really You're good. a hockey guy. I, I want to hear your hockey Well, they, they get into a good defensive system and, and really so they could maybe of, frustrate That's not them. good, eh? That's not that's good, not eh? Good, uh, yeah, they sort of play that trap, that New Jersey Devils, uh, like 2003. Uh, is it on Olympic-size ice? This yes, thing? Oh, yes. God, so that trap it, can it, work, If it right? goes into overtime, it's three-on-three on Olympic-size ice. That would be good. That's pretty good. For a fat old guy like me, that's heart attack. That's all I hear there when you say that is three on He's three going down. struggling <laughs> that's right skating down the ice with an oxygen tank on his back that's what that is oh man all right let's get to it mike weir nick taylor playing in the u.s open at pebble beach that's great and you know what this is what i'm looking forward to about i like diversity and identity in my major championship golf we all know what augusta is I thought the PGA put a great stamp on their first championship Beth page, which is maybe a kinder, gentler version of what a U.S. Open should be. Uh, and I say should be because the U.S. Open, the USGA has kind of lost their way with their setup of the U.S. Open. In the, now I'm hoping now yeah, uh, with new hands on deck and setup, going back to some classic layouts, that things are going to change. And from the stuff I've seen out of Pebble Beach, they're setting up Pebble Beach the way they've always set it up. Mm-hmm. So we're headed for a tremendous U.S. Open. So if that's the case, Pebble Beach, although it's cold and damp, the ball does not go a long way ever in Monterey Peninsula for some reason. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not a bomber's paradise. It's open to different styles of golf. Look at look at the last Pebble Beach U.S. Open. Graham McDowell over yeah. Dustin Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. Two very different styles of player. That makes me feel uh, confident that we could see a mix in the leaderboard. For sure. And why not a Canadian who why is not, more yeah. a, a plotter uh, of yep. the golf ball as opposed to has to hit it up there with Kepka kind of well, thing? Well, it's right? the same thing, you know, relating it to, you know, Hamilton's the week before. And, and yeah. that's a very similar golf course yep. in, in terms of it's not a bomber's paradise. You have to plot it from point A to point yeah. B. There's and we'll some have dog legs, some elevation changes. The same thing at Pebble ton, Beach. ton of quality Canadians in the field yeah. at Hamilton, too. So and, why not and, break the jinx this and year? And he's playing at, uh, at, at Hamilton. All, as right. Well, sure. All right. Well, Bob had a chance to sit down and uh, speak to Mike immediately following his qualification for the U.S. Open. Let's hear Bob with Mike. Mike Weir. And here is Mike Weir on the line now from uh, Texas. And uh, Mike, first of all, uh, congratulations. What a uh, nice nice surprise to see your name up there uh, amongst the qualifiers for uh, the U.S. Open. It's, uh, it's got to be a, a, a good feeling for you. It's a great feeling. You know, Pebble's probably my, my favorite course in the world. And, uh, you know, probably be my last time playing at a U.S. Open there at uh, I've doubled since it's there, you know, once every 10 years or so. So this will be my third one. So that's, um, it's, it's been one of my favorite open venues for sure. Um, you've had good success there, both at the open and at the uh, AT&T over the years. So what is it about the golf course that, 
that you like? I think it's the variety. Uh, I think, you, you know, I mean, sure, they, they've lengthened Pebble Beach and they, they have made it tougher, and it's, it's definitely a demanding course, but you do use every club in the bag there. You do have some wedges in your hand, and, you know, I think it's the, the precision of the golf course, the um, the green complexes, and um, you really have to you have to really think your way around that course, especially during U.S. Open time, and um, I think that's what I love about it so much. It's not just a driver and long iron every hole, which a lot of the it's a little bit similar to where I'm playing this week in Colonial where you know you can have some shorter irons in and you have to think your way around and pebbles a bit like that and there's, there's fewer and fewer of those courses nowadays so um that we play on the tour so it's nice to play one at a, at a major championship do you think do you think some of the major venues are maybe going a little bit too one-dimensional where it's really just based on a power game well, you know, that was pretty obvious last week. You know, I had two longest guys finishing one and two, you know. So it's the, the trend when you play these, you know, huge golf courses. Um, that's usually a, a, one of the longer players has a good driving week. Um, that's, that's who's going to be near the top of the leaderboard. But that being said, you know, best page is a course where, yeah, if the long guy hits it straight, he should have an advantage. It's just some courses where it's actually wider in the in – the, in the longer landing zones where it becomes a bit of a problem. But it's nice to see that the USGA is, is going to courses like Pebble. You know, they kind of they kind of got away from that for a couple of years. And I don't think it was not only myself, but I think it wasn't well received by a lot of players. You know, I think they, they've had such a tradition of playing such um, great classic golf courses that have showed that they can stand up to the test of today's game if set up properly. And it's nice to uh, and, and Pebble will, will show that Pebble will show that you know with, with the right designer and right uh, right setup you can you can neutralize and and make it available for the player who's playing the best, not just simply the longer player, but anyone who's you know, identifying the best player you know, that might be a medium one hitter and a guy who's playing the best, and you know that type of player is going to have a chance at Pebble Beach. We should point out that uh, the guy who uh, Brooks Kepka broke the course record at Pebble this week, but the guy who held the record was you. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so there are some there are some weeks when the when the medium hitters can uh, can certainly get the ball in the hole as well. Um, what I mean, this is this is a wonderful achievement, but it, and it's not an easy thing to get through the sectional qualifying. What's been going right with your game that allowed you to go through this one? Well, I, you know, I've been I've been playing like this all year. You know, not not consistently, but I've been showing really good times and achieving some good scores and I just did obviously you need to do it more consistently and um I think Monday was a test of it's not only a test of you know physically being ready for 36 holes and but I felt like Monday it was a very very windy day gusty wind day and it just you know mentally you had to be there uh, more than anything I felt like and that was kind of my focus was to okay 36 holes I have to be really mentally sharp every single shot physically you might get a little tired near the end of the day and that's when you can um maybe lose a shot or two or a couple of shots and uh which i did do that but um <laughs> I, I was still able to uh you know build enough of a cushion to to uh to get through um what does it mean for you at 49 to play in a uso but not necessarily the pebble beach uh, aspect of it but just to play in that major again this has been i think six years since you were last in it what does it mean for you to tee it up in this uh in this major um, I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that, that much. Um, I guess it, it means, you know, I, I think I have thought about more the the golf course and the venue for me, that it that really suits my game. 
Um, you know, and, and I, yeah, I, I guess what's it mean for me? I guess it means a lot, and, and I'm excited to play another major. You know, the only one I've been playing is the Masters a lot the past few years, so to, to, to tack another one on is great. And, and again, I, I think it's more the venue that is very special to me. I have, you know, great friends down there and the Cypress Point Club and, and Pebble Beach area that you know, I've gotten to know over the years, and I just love the area. It's my favorite probably my favorite place in the world, just the whole area. So um, just very, very excited about that. Uh, you've also got a date uh, in Hamilton coming up at uh, the mm-hmm. RBC Canadian Open the week before. Um, what do you recall about Hamilton? It's, uh, and, and you like that golf course? Yes, I do. I, I really like Hamilton. Again, I, I, another classic um, traditional golf course that, um, that you have to think your way around, have some really – interesting green complexes that, you know, you, you have to really cut well. And, you know, again, it's just, you know, rolling hills and side hill wise, downhill wise, you, you're always just thrown off a little bit by that. Um, so right now it's just a nice stretch. You know, I have a, a great stretch here with Colonial and, and Hamilton and then Pebble Beach, you know, three great golf courses and three PGA Tour events. So, you know, it's, it's a fun time um, right now. And hopefully we get some warm weather and get that course and, Right up there in Hamilton, and I, I heard uh, heard uh, from a lot of people that's been you know kind of a wet, really wet spring. So hopefully the weather's great early early June for us. Yeah, we could use a little heat up here for sure. That's great, uh, Mike. Uh, congratulations. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you in Hamilton and uh, and also Pebble Beach. And, okay, and congratulations to Mike Weir. There's Bob with Mike after his qualification, and Nick Taylor. Let's not forget that ta- Nick uh, got it done as well. And it's, that's just awesome. You know, it, it really came out of. Nowhere, really, yeah. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and for him to do this, and yes, he plays in the Masters, and you know, and he actually made the cut this week, yeah, at Colonial as well. Nice. Um, so you know, good for Mike Weir to, to do this, and you know, as he said in the interview, uh, he loves this golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got good feelings there. So I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. But just turned forty nine yeah. a couple weeks ago. And, and as we mentioned before, playing the interview, this is a golf course where any player can really contend. So, yes. Um, now, the important thing to know, this is a golf course where any player can contend if they can walk the golf course. Yeah. Scully. And that, my friend... Is it a grind? Yeah. Well, no. It's a segue to winner's weird and why. Oh. Oh. Because walking <laughs> is an integral part of a sport, including golf. Being able to walk, not having to sit at home in a moo-moo is an integral part of the game. And we're going to get into it next in 3-Dub. And you know where I'm going. All right? All right. 3-Dub, where's Weird to Walk coming up next? This is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by TaylorMade and the speed-injected Twistface M5 and M6 drivers. Everybody gets faster in 2019. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Tourism Ireland, home of the 2019 Open Championship. Visit GolfAwayTours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. I'm looking forward to going to Ireland this year. I know you, you are. You and I both. Do you have your uh, itinerary yet? We've got it all. 
You, you got to walk through that with me because I've played most of the courses. Do you have them there? Before uh, we... I, I can pull it up here. It might, might take a little bit of time. All right. We'll do it uh, in maybe segment four. Yeah, yeah. yeah I probably, like to hear it because yeah, I, yeah, I bet yeah. you we're playing very uh, very much the same. Rota. 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 Yes. yes. All right. It's three dub. It's winners, weird, and what, and skulls. You have the T. So, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball! Well, Mark, my winner this week goes to Tiger Woods, actually. And, and you might think, why? Well, he's not playing. Yes, he committed to the Memorial. Yeah, next could week. be that. And yes, he played Pebble Beach. And yes, he took a private helicopter to Ballyliffin to Ireland and play some golf. But we remember a couple weeks ago, or just before the Masters, when a man bet 85 grand for Tiger to win the Masters. And of course, he did, he did win the Masters. The guy won over a million bucks. And Tiger, uh, in his Tiger Jam event, which is this week in Vegas, which must be a hoot and a holler for sure, he was doing a clinic where one of the people watching asked Tiger about that bet. <laughs> Tiger, what do you think about the guy that bet $85,000 for you to win the Masters? It's a great bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the grand slam part, though. <laughs> so, 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 so the second part there, they asked him about um, winning the grand slam. That, that's I love what he it. said. They, it was, that was pretty dumb. Yeah, but, yeah uh, that's just greed. Yeah, that's American so, greed. I mean, baby. good for Tiger. It's honest. Uh, you know, he's known to have uh, you know a pretty uh, you know uh, g- a good sense of humor yeah. with that, and uh, you know, um, pretty funny. That is great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, to hear that from him. So uh, my weird this week, um, and this goes to the PGA Championship. Eh? All right. And this is some um, people on social media who were saying that Dustin Johnson choked away another uh, major. No. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that. No. He was the only guy under par in the final 12, 12 yeah. groups, 24 yeah. players, 12 groups shot a 169. Yeah. Yes, he did bogey 16 at the wrong 17 time. at the wrong yes. time. He made a clutch birdie on 15. He was three under on the front side. No one yeah. else was getting anywhere near right. Brooksy. Right. Um, but the golf course was playing hard. Yes, it was. It was gusting. Uh, the, you know, the, the rough was really yeah. thick and it was cold. And, yeah. uh, you know, yes, DJ now has had runner-ups in, in all four major championships, mm-hmm. but he didn't choke this away. Yeah, I don't want to call this a choke. I, I could he have finished better under the gun? Yes. Mm-hmm. He didn't close the deal, or he didn't force Kepka yeah. to close the deal. He gave Kepka uh, a breath of life when yeah. he didn't need to. But it wasn't a choke. Well, it wasn't hitting it OB from the middle of the fairway at the Open Championship. Yeah. It wasn't blowing a lead at. at uh, <laughs> Pebble Beach with uh, Graham McDowell and handing him one hundred and four in the final round. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't whistling straights. Uh, the fraction. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't any of those. No, uh, well, we can wasn't keep the going. US Open at Chambers Bay. You know, Chambers but, but yeah, three putt on the last green. Yeah, for, How long we do? A, we could outline all the gags. Yeah, this yeah. wasn't one of them. No, and and you know to add to that, on eighteen, he hit this approach shot that was way left, but got up and down from from the gallery. You know, to, to keep the lead within two. So right. a, a good finish for DJ. Um, I like him at Pebble Beach. I got to say that. Yeah, no, he, he, if he's on your top five at Pebble, uh, yeah. man, my top five's kind of shaping up already in yeah. my mind. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I've got a romantic pick in there with Phil because he's won at Pebble five times, including this year. He's got to hit bombs, though. I know. I just, I just don't know how you go to Pebble and not take Phil. I don't well, know. Especially, I mean, he won. Uh, yes, the golf course is different, but he different, just he knows the lines, yeah. he knows the greens, yeah. he knows how to putt on poa. Yeah. 
So right now, in my unless something dramatically changes between now and Pebble Beach, right now I've got Kepka, DJ, Tiger, and Phil, and I'm leaving the fifth spot open for the guy who's hot. Who's that fifth pick? Who's hot going in? Who plays great between now and then? Rom's struggling. Yeah. Rom seems to be a little lost in the wilderness. We don't know what Jason Day's health is. We don't where, know where Rory's head is at. Uh, by the time we get to Pebble, we might be talking Jordan Spieth, although yeah. I think it's going to be too much of a – it might be too – uh, severe and iron course right now for for I don't know I don't know we'll get into speed for, in yeah, a bit we, here we sure will. I don't know who that fifth spot's going to go to I don't I doubt it would be uh, uh, Jordan for me I listen I'm clueless right now I, I wouldn't go that far but last week uh, last year on our prediction show I did pick Xander Shoffley to win the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach so I, I'm going to have to be, might have to stick with that yes yeah, so and my what this week the European Tour has done some great stuff you know video wise love it uh, yeah and but this week they've really added to that so to get to the 14th tee at the Maiden Denmark Open you have to walk through a beer tank <laughs> you have to physically walk wow. through it there's a great video of Beef Johnson high fiving fans. Uh, he didn't quite pull the John Montgomery at the 2010 Olympics and right. take a pitcher of beer and chug it. Right. But I feel like that could be the next step. That is awesome. Yeah. So I, I feel like when we play golf next, that it'll be the Brunello and, and, instead it's, of the It was beer. just walk yeah, through yeah, the yeah, Brunello yeah, yeah. area. And just double fist. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Love it. A, a great Thanks. thing by uh, the European Tour. They're very creative. Now, I know it's going to be a very... Uh, uh, I'm going to try to stay calm this week. So a couple deep breaths here. Okay. And while you take some deep breaths, we're going to say that you have the T-mark. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! All right, my winner this week, Skulls, is the PGA Tour and the Player Advisory Council, uh, as it, it, it appears that they are going to vote through for the start of next season that the cut line on the PGA Tour is going to move from 70 in ties down to 65 in ties. And what this allows... Uh, them to do is get rid of the 54-hole cut rule. When they when they went to 70 in ties, they left themselves a window for if there's 78 players or more that make the cut to the weekend, they can have a secondary cut. And it's really for TV more than anything sure. else. Uh, I love this. I love the 65 in ties shrinking the players on the weekend. Uh, because too often now, uh, with with weather delays and, and issues from Mother Nature, etc., you end up with threesomes on the weekend at times. We saw it at Byron Nelson a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I've got to tell you, it really stalls the broadcast. It stalls the fan enjoyment. The players don't want to be out there for five-hour rounds. They prefer to be out there for four-hour rounds. Golf shouldn't take more than four hours sure. at any level. Uh, we see five, five-and-a-half-hour all the time on Thursday and Friday on the PGA Tour because threesomes in the size of the field. This is a good move. Good move for fan enjoyment. Good move for players. Good move for everybody. Well, you mentioned the weather, and, and this year especially, I think there are only, I want to say, three or four tournaments that haven't experienced any sort of weather delay there you this go. year, which is nuts. There so you go. That, that works really well. The other... Uh, uh, the other factor in this is that now that it's only 65 in ties, they kind of twiggled or uh, wiggled around a little bit with the percentages of the purse, and the winning percentage is usually 18% of the purse goes to the winner. That'll be bumped to 20%. There so the go. winner's paycheck will get a little bigger uh, next year if uh, this gets voted through the way we believe it will. Mm-hmm. My weird is this. <laughs> if a guy makes 307 feet of putts over 36 holes on the PGA Tour... Not only do you expect him to be the leader, but you expect him to probably be the leader by a large amount. Uh, To give you an idea of how good 306 feet of putts in 36 holes is, the average 
uh, feet of putts made on the PGA Tour and around is about 75. So over 36 holes, an average amount of, of putts made in terms of feet are 150. He has doubled that. 306 has doubled the average, blowing the field away in strokes gained putting for the second week in a row. Who am I talking about? Jordano Spieth. There you go. Jordan Spieth again. Now, here's the issue. 65 to open. Should have been better. Had a double in that 65. Yeah. Follows it up with a 70. He is five under par, four off the lead. Very much a part of the Colonial where he's won before. Very much a part of the golf championship. But how poor does his ball striking need to be? To be four, I, and I'm trying not to take the cup half empty here, Scully. But, but yeah. it's like when you when you have putted that well. And I'm trying to find his numbers here. I'm pulling them up very quickly. Look at this. Strokes gain approach to the green. Negative on Thursday. Negative 1.7 on Friday. A T to green. Negative uh, on Friday. Driving accuracy. 42%. That's it. That's all he hit. Uh, I mean, like, the numbers are so low, but the putting is off the charts. So how does this make you feel? Does this give you more confidence or less confidence in Jordan as we move forward? Well, it, it gives me more confidence in one way to say that, um, you know, he has one facet of his game going at full tilt. Um, but, uh, I mean, looking, you know, his ball striking, it struggled for the last... You know, a year and a half, year and a half or so. Yeah, and uh, you know, and you're looking at his weekend numbers too. He's 193rd in, in third round scoring Sco- average, yeah. 208th in final round scoring average. So I'm not really sure what to expect. Well, this, this here's week. a this can't be the game plan as we get through the U.S. Yeah. Open, and that's why I said okay. I don't know. This can't be game plan. The game plan can't be hit it like a 15 handicap, put it like a plus 15. Mm. Doesn't work at U.S. Gonna, Open. A major champion, no, sure. no. Uh, and that's why it's still... Which makes see. it surprising that he hung around so long at the PGA, really. Got just, he, but because I've said, I truly believe that other than Tiger Woods, he has shown us levels of guts and toughness mentally that no other player has showed yeah. us in the last 20 years with For the sure. exception of Tiger. And yep. I think that's what you see when, when he fights it out like mm-hmm. that. It's an incredible amount of fight. Sure. And that's why I believe eventually he'll get back because of that mm-hmm. will willingness to fight. I just don't think we're there yet. Yeah. So. For sure. All right, my what this week? Here we go. He's back. Homer Simpson's back. (laughs) I thought we were done. He shot 75-76 and paraded himself around in a golf cart at Bethpage with a big Diet Coke and a a cigarette going. Sickening to me. (laughs) As he drove around Bethpage making a mockery of the PGA Championship, the PGA of America showed no guts at all in in pushing back against his uh, request to use a cart, citing the American Disability Act, which I find... Even more sickening for people who truly live with a disability, for people who get up every day and face life differently because of a disability, and that's what that's there for. It's not there because you're 50 pounds overweight and have arthritis, and because you treated yourself like an amusement park for the last 50 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, like funnel cake for breakfast is not the, not the road to, to championship no. gold. Okay, uh, and from someone who's fought with weight their entire life up and down like an elevator, it is tough. Yeah. It is hard. I am not making fun of John Daly for for that. It is hard, and I get it, but you, do, but you don't have the right to rewrite uh, what a professional sports rule book looks like because you're obese and have arthritis. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I don't like it, and here we go again. Applying to the RNA to use a golf cart, use a golf cart at Royal Portrush for the Open Championship. John, just because you have access to the tournament 
doesn't give you the right to play under any circumstance. It doesn't. It doesn't give you a right to spit in history's face. It doesn't give you a right to snub your playing partners and your playing opponents. Get the knee replacement. Lose 30 pounds. Come back in a year. I've seen guys who treat themselves properly at an older age than you, John. Mm -hmm. Get hips done. Get knees done. And come back healthier. You got to show some commitment. You got to change your diet. You got to show that you're able to make good positive changes. You come back. You'll walk the golf course next year. And everybody applauds you for, your, for what you've done. You don't get on a float and take a, 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 a ceremonial parade spitting in the face of the Open Championship. So I am asking the RNA to show some guts and say no and say, take us to court and show us that this is a discipline. Because I believe if this gets into a court of law at any given point, there is no way that they're going to say that this is truly sure. what this act is. This is not what this is about. This is... Uh, this is someone trying to take advantage of the system, and it's wrong. Well, and, you know, to just on from the golf side, at Port Rush, there's no way you're allowed to take a golf cart there. Anyway. I don't think there is car. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to be on the property. No. You know, you no. have to, when I played there, no. um, got to take a caddy, and right. whether he holds two bags. But right. uh, it was it was weird seeing it on TV, and, and, you know, as you said, just, you know, lose the weight, and it's it's uh, it's a joke, really. Yeah, it really it's is. a complete joke. And, and here's the thing. John has an opportunity to do the right thing and say, you know what I did? At People make mistakes. Okay, We're, All of us have done it. He has an opportunity to say, you know what? After the reaction of players, you heard what Tiger said in, about walking on a broken leg. Mm-hmm. All the players were negative about it. The fans didn't like it. Of course, his small pocket of fans that will support everything he does, you know, getting kicked out of Hooters drunk, etc. They love all of it. That's fine. That's a different crowd. That's a different fan. Okay, they're going to support everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the, the 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 regular golf fan, the players, the media, they hated all. They hated it. Yeah, he has the opportunity now to do the right thing and say, you know, that was a mistake at Beth Page. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get the knee done. I'm gonna lose the weight. I'll be back next year. Cheer me on. I'm gonna be back walking and, and playing yeah, championship sure. golf. Again. He has for the opportunity sure. to do the right thing. Let's see yeah. if he does it. Because right now he's not. That was pretty. That was pretty controlled. I gotta say. Uh, I got really upset last the other week, and I said a couple things I didn't want to say oh. in retrospect. Oh, okay, okay, at, uh, okay. Well, not about John. Okay. About maybe some of the people that that support John. Uh, that that crowd I was uh, referring okay, to that okay. that, that well, want him no. getting kicked out good of for Hooters. You, hey, that's you know, it's, so, it, it's a it's a good opinion, and hopefully uh, we don't see him in a cart. I gotta take a breath. Hold on. <laughs> it, it's actually harder for me to contain the anger it's more energy than it is to mm. just let it out. Mm. It's too early for this. Normally we would do this in the second hour yeah, as well. Right, right, right. So this is good. So I'm going to take a, what we're do is we're going to take a break. Yep. We'll do leaderboard updates on the other side. I'm going to take some oxygen in the break and yep. I'll tell you what I really think. Love it. Off the air. Love it. All right. <laughs> this is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Tourism Ireland, home of the 2019 Open Championship. Visit golfawaytours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. 
And welcome back as we wind down a 60-minute edition of GTC. Back to the regular two-hour spot next weekend. Also, Golf Talk Canada Television. Uh, back to a 30-minute program yes. this week before we head into 60-minute season, it seems, with U.S. Opens three and RBCs in row, yeah. three in a row. So lots going on. Uh, Adam, there is lots of golf happening in the world of golf, so let's do some leaderboard. Leaderboard updates brought to you by Oshawa Golf and Curling Club, 61906, the home of golf in Durham, now offering trial memberships. Unlimited access for 2019. To find out how you can join, visit oshawagolf.com. Tradition, community, golf. I need to get out there and play. I haven't been out there in years. It looks great. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hit up Will. The bug will. Will, let's go play golf when I'm uh, back on Canadian soil in July. Can't wait to get out there. Charles Schwab cha Challenge uh, is the PGA Tour stop, which is basically Colonial, Hogan's Alley. Mm -hmm. Jonas Blix, nine under par. That's good for a one uh, shot lead over Tony Fino and Kevin Na at eight under. Uh, big names Jordan Spieth, only four back at five under par. Roger Sloan, who opened with a 65, followed up with a 72. So Roger Sloan at three under. Mackenzie Hughes mm -hmm. at Two under par. Uh, ben Silverman also made the cut. He's at one over right now on the golf course. One under on this round. And Mike Weir made the cut. He's at two over par on the golf course. Also, Corey Connors making it at the weekend at two over as well. So, lots of Canadian flags on the weekend. But Roger Sloan in punching distance. Adam. Absolutely. He is uh, to the LPGA Tour, the, the Pure Silk Championship. Uh, we have Jackie Conquilino at uh, nine under par and a three-way tie for the lead with Bronte Law and Jennifer Song. Brooke Henderson had a wild second round, started with a quad, and then her front nine, she went par, birdie, bogey, par, par, eagle, birdie, birdie, to shoot even par on the front nine. Nice fight. All in a day's work. Nice She fight. shot an even par 71. She uh, is T13. She is four shots off the lead. Look for her uh, this weekend. On to the European Tour. My, here we go. My uh, computer is now loaded. The European <laughs> Tour made in Denmark Open. Bernd Wiesberger. Ah, Bernd Wiesberger. In a three-way tie for the lead. Uh, he's at seven under par. Uh, Matthew Southgate among those. Two shots off the lead. Lee Westwood as well. He is three uh, shots back. We mentioned earlier, PGA Tour champions. KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship. Esteban Toledo is your co-leader with Great Paul Brock. Hurst at three under par uh, through two rounds. Retief Goosen uh, two shots off the lead. Canadian Stephen Ames T32. PGA Tour Canada Mackenzie Tour kicking off their season in Vancouver, British Columbia at the Canada Life Open. And James Allenby from Canada is your leader. 13 under par through two rounds. That's good for a two-shot lead. Over American Jake Knapp and a three-shot lead over Case Cochran and Brian Carlson of America. Looking further down the board here to see if there's any more Canadian flags in contention. You've got the long-hitting Taylor Pendrith with two rounds left at four under par. You know Taylor... Uh, ball speed is 200 miles an hour. What? Yeah. They clocked him this week in, uh, now I don't know if what? this is a regular thing, but they clocked him this week in British Columbia, one drive that reached 200 miles an hour. Ball speed. That's insane. It's not, good, Tiger, for, it's like not good for radio that I'm speechless yeah. right now. But well, that's Cameron Champ number, right? He's hit 200. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Cam's like 195. Yeah. Maybe. I think 200. he's hit 200. Yeah. They clocked it this week. That's insane. Like guys, the, he cracks. Like, he regularly cracks the face of his drive. Well, long drive guys are like two ten, two fifteen. Yeah, and they're and those long drive guys are playing like fifty inch shafts to do that, right? Like, like he's playing a forty five or forty six inch, what is today's standard driver length? Yeah, and he's cracking the face of his driver on a regular basis. Well, yeah, and like Rory McIlroy's like one eighty four, one eighty five, yeah. maybe one eighty seven yeah. at a time. Yeah, but think about that. That's insane. 
So we'll have to keep an eye on Taylor because yeah. uh, oh he can get the rest of the game tickety-boo, right? Yeah. Look out. Uh, we only have a couple minutes left. Uh, any predictions for this evening? We got uh, Raptor basketball. We have a chance to get to our first ever NBA Finals. This is a big night. In I don't know a lot about basketball. I do know as much about team sports as probably the rest of the yeah. audience does because we all love team sports. For sure. And we know this. We know momentum is a real thing. And we know that when you have a chance to close out a team on home soil, this time home court, you do it because Game Sevens on the road aren't good outcomes. Are you relating that to another team in Toronto? Yes. Haven't to? Oh. Yes. Oh. So oh, I okay. think we this has to happen tonight. Yeah, I agree. But it, and you know if it does happen, it's it's huge for history in this in this country and in, in this city. And to have a Canadian team in the NBA Finals would be amazing. massive. Uh, who do you like in the Stanley Cup Final? I like the Blues. I, I pray for the Blues. Now, Anyone I, but the Bruins. That's the hashtag. Anyone well, I, but my, Bruins. My thing is, uh, my claim to fame now, I should say, is that Jordan Bennington was my backup. He was your backup. Yeah. I know. We talked about this last week. Yeah. The other thing, too, is I think St. Louis has been one of the, outside the original six, like remove the original six. They're part of the original expansion of the NHL. Mm. They have such a storied history. They're yeah. one of the greatest franchises in NHL history to not have a Stanley Cup. I think... It's time for the uh, city of St. Louis to celebrate a Stanley Cup. Play Gloria. Scully, are you going to golf this uh, this morning? Uh, there's uh, apparently I'm supposed I, to tee off in about three hours, and my wife, pitch black Mrs. Outside. Golf Talk, no Canada. guy, no guy. <laughs> Mrs. Golf Talk Canada is telling me it is just the skies are black. Perfect. So I don't know. You might want to reconsider. You might be hitting the gym, yeah. maybe the simulator. Yeah. Uh, and getting ready for Raptor basketball. Yeah, that's it. I, I don't know if you're golfing. Yeah. So. No, that's okay. Anyway, we'll see. I'm not. I'm but not. It's, it's been fun nonetheless. Yeah, it's been, been fun. fun. Thanks. Show. Okay, so you. uh, you're off this week. I will not see you yes. for TV. Yes. You'll be back in that chair next week with Bob yes. for a two-hour edition of Golf Talk Canada. Yes, sir. We have Brad Perkins coming from uh, uh, Canadian Junior Golf Association to launch a new uh, program uh, they're uh, uh, doing mm-hmm. to support Junior Golf mm-hmm. Drive. We have uh, Cameron Jacobs. From TaylorMade uh, with some special announcements and some giveaways yeah. from our friends at TaylorMade. Uh, so lots next week. Uh, I'll miss the show, but uh, we'll talk to you in a couple Safe weeks. Safe travels and play well on that. Long Same to you. Course. Enjoy you. your trip. Appreciate okay. That. Thank you. All right. Uh, 20 Weeks TaylorMade continues. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. You do both things. You have two times a chance to win over 20,000 in product throughout the summer from TaylorMade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada for your chance. Of course, the grand prize custom fit through the bag tour experience head to toe tailor-made product at the end of the season we still have quite a lot of weeks to go so get involved thank you so much for listening remember first good decision of the golf course always starts in the closet go raptors this segment of gtc presented by acura was brought to you by WeatherTech canada canada's leader in automotive accessories including digifit floor liner the most advanced concept in floor protection today visit weathertech.ca Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada for blogs, podcasts, show archives, our YouTube channel, or for more information, visit us online at golftalkcanada.com. We'll be right back with more GTC.